This is Janelle Wood, and you are listening to the Finding Something Real podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, friend. Today's Finding Something Real episode will have a different format than usual. I don't typically record solo episodes except for the monthly raw recordings I share for those of you over on Patreon. But very occasionally, I feel so compelled to share some things that I write and record a solo episode. So guess what? It's the end of the month. We're heading into the end of the year. And a lot of bonus content is going to be released over the next few weeks on the podcast episodes with returning guests and co-hosts that you don't want to miss. I'm really excited about the things that we're going to be sharing over um, the next few weeks. But today's episode is me sharing with you about some things that I'd love for you to know as a listener. Specifically, I want to talk about the why and the history behind this podcast, as well as invite you to share about an opportunity with people that you love or to consider an opportunity for yourself. I'll share more about that here in a minute. Um, I know I've talked about this quote before, but C.S. Lewis, a former atheist and the guy who wrote The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, the Narnia series, he once wrote, Christianity, if false, is of no importance, and if true, of infinite importance. The only thing it cannot be is moderately important. I wanted to share a few stories here. The first one, spring. Recording together, my co-host had showed up on her own volition. The questions were all hers. She wasn't sure she believed in God. She had never grown up with believing. But in our conversation, she acknowledged something was shifting for her, something she wasn't sure about. And it wasn't long into talking about Jesus later with a guest that she started crying. It wouldn't be the first time. I tried to walk a delicate line of acknowledging her presence in the conversation and inviting her to participate while also trying not to ask too much of her. We ended the recording early. Later, she and I went outside and took a walk together, talking about God, even a God she wasn't sure about. It brought up a lot of emotions she didn't even know were there. The second story, Summer. The sunset was incredible, and from my hotel room, I could see a partially obstructed view of an illuminated white cross on a steeple. I knew the rooftop terrace, just an elevator's right away, could provide the perfect angle for a photograph. I was exhausted after days of sleep deprivation, but something compelled me to leave the comfort of my room. Once on the rooftop, there was just one other person there, a young woman reclining on the couch, and I silently told God I was tired of talking, but I was willing. Not much small talk was exchanged before she found out I was in town for an apologetics conference, aka a conference where we talked about questions and how you can know God is real. And 10 minutes later, I knew quite a bit of her story and some of her big questions about God. In fact, I even invited her on the podcast, pointing out the beauty of the sunset and her unique fingerprint, explaining there were good reasons to trust in his beauty and goodness. Finally, the last story, fall. I walked into one of my favorite local spots. I'd made small talk with the owner for almost a year dozens of times, probably. But that day, I was her only customer. I told her I had an interview. 
and she told me she knew that it would go great. I laughed and told her it wasn't that kind of an interview. I explained I had a podcast where I talk with people about faith questions, and she very quickly became animated. Soon we were discussing how she felt God had let her down during a very pivotal time in her life. She said she knew he exists, she said, but she had felt rejected by him. We talked for some time, and I prayed with her before I left. Winter, spring, summer, fall, it doesn't matter. You see, deep down, every one of us, we all have a God story. It's no surprise that on the Finding Something Real podcast, we love to have faith conversations with people who share their stories, their questions, or objections about faith. Those conversations then curate the entire month's podcast content. And really, those stories, those questions, they curate all the podcast content. If you've been listening to the podcast over the last month, you've heard Nora's story, where she brought up questions about mental health, anxiety, and suffering. And then her questions created opportunity to talk with guests such as John Noyes from Stand to Reason, Dr. Ioana Popa, and Dr. Amy Orr Ewing. Those were extraordinary conversations, and I highly recommend you take a listen to John as he shared about the incredibly difficult topic of suicide, or Ioana talking about her conversion story coming from Romania, and the importance of focus when it comes to mental health that she shared from a deep well of knowledge that she has, or Amy as she shared about her ministry going around the world talking about God, and also specifically about the hope for the one who is weary a hope that is found especially in the Christmas story. And if you've listened to the podcast at all this year, you know that we've had multiple bold young women come forward with their stories. Girls like Gracie, who shared about some hurtful past experiences with Christians and how that impacted her relationship with church. Or Gaia, who talked about growing up in Italy and questioning the Bible, in part because it says stuff that she doesn't agree with. Or Luca from Switzerland, who admitted she doesn't really believe at all. Or Sina from Denmark, who had some very real emotions when talking about potentially giving her life to God. Or Alice from Sweden, who shared about cultural indifference to religion in general. Or Rachel, who brought up some great questions about what it means to be a Christian and what is essential or non-essential when you say that you believe. I'm so grateful for these girls and their stories, and I firmly believe that these conversations matter. I believe that because I was once a young woman who would have benefited from conversations like this. I was the girl who said that she loved Jesus, but was secretly weighed down with self-hatred and rejection issues. I was afraid of how others might judge me if I shared my questions, and I was honestly also afraid that if I asked too many questions, the answers might point me in a different direction. But a podcast like this would have benefited me. When I had to be vulnerable and look for answers, when I came to the end of myself, I found Christ to be radically real. And if Jesus is who he says he is, meaning the way, the truth, and the life, then he brings freedom and grace like no one else, and he is worthy of it all. Finding something real was born out of a desire to share Jesus in a loving way with people, especially young women, 
who maybe like me have struggled with buried burdens and questions about God, whether they come on the podcast or they're listening, I think about them a lot. Several years ago, that desire to share the radical love of Jesus led me to start a blog. In September 2019, that blog became a podcast. But I soon realized that young women not sure about Jesus wouldn't necessarily listen, or if they did, they probably would never tell me. But if, if I intentionally invited them into a conversation, they would sometimes join. Over the past few years, the podcast has evolved into an invitational space where young women can come to have their story heard and then have their questions addressed from a Christian perspective, even if sometimes they aren't ready or willing to hear that Christian perspective. Most months start with an episode dedicated to a young woman and her unique story. In that first episode, she shares her questions about God and or Christianity. In the following episodes of the month, different Christian guests come on to talk about the questions she brought up at the beginning of the month. She is always invited back for those conversations, and sometimes she does show up, and sometimes she doesn't. Past co-hosts have commented on how helpful this process has been in their faith journey, and past guests have commented on how unique this podcast format is. In fact, I just had a former co-host tell me the other day, and she's agnostic. She's not sure where she's at with faith um, as of today, but she said something along the lines of, you know, I can really see why a podcast like this is important for someone like me. And then she went on to say that she was talking with some friends who are religious, and she said something about God to one of them, and they said, wait a second, you're not a Christian. And she said, no, I'm not, but I have, I have questions. You see, we all have questions. And the mission of Finding Something Real is to love on young women who are questioning faith, share the truth and love of Jesus with them, and in turn, encourage those who listen. I say this podcast is for a girl in the proverbial back pew and for those who love her because I know that you're listening. I know that someone listening right now may very well be a mom or an aunt or a friend or a mentor to somebody who's younger and they're wondering, hey, I had questions about that too and I didn't even know or I didn't know that. I mean, I learn every time I turn on the mic here, (laughs) this podcast ministry, it's benefited me. The truth is, uh, getting to pour into this has had a ricochet effect on my own faith. I get to talk with people who know a lot more about the Bible, who know a lot more things than I do, and I love it. These episodes are meant to be like a love letter to the girl with questions. It builds a bridge of empathy and understanding. That is our hope and our prayer. And finally, and ultimately, this podcast is for Jesus who encourages us to love him and then others. As it says in scripture, we love because he first loved us. And so all that friend is the why. It's the history behind this podcast. And I just want to pause here and share thanks because I remember when all of this seemed impossible, but nothing is impossible with God. And four years in, God has been so gracious. I could go on and on about the way that he has provided again and again and again in so many different tangible ways. In the tangible way of having help with Taura. Shout out to Taura who came on board with this podcast 
stuff early on when I still didn't know what I was doing, when everything was brand new. And she's been a tremendous help to me and people like Katie, who's helped with design and behind the scenes encouragement and people who've come and prayed and the people who've helped with Patreon and financially. It has been so much of a gift. Peter Byram, who came on and he hasn't even been on the podcast, but he works with Justin Brierly. I got to sit down with him. I think it was a year ago and he just helped me with organizational stuff. It would be impossible for me to list everybody, and there have been so many. I especially want to thank my husband, Brian, who has been a tremendous, tremendous blessing in my life in terms of this ministry and prays with me almost every morning about it. And I remember that God has provided again and again and again, specifically through people. And moving forward for season seven, I'm praying for more conversations with young women who are willing to talk about spiritual things. So that's where I want to invite you. If you are a young woman and you have questions about religion or God that you would be willing to talk about on a podcast, or you are a loved one of a young woman who has questions about religion or God and you would be willing to share with them about this opportunity, I want to ask you to reach out to me. You can go to findingsomethingreal.com and click on be on the show at the top of the page and fill out the survey there. Or you can go to my website, findingsomethingreal.com and contact me. My contact information is there. It's Janelle M. Wood at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And I, I just want to share that I think about this particular thing every year. And it's something that I've been thinking a lot about as I've been sharing more about this opportunity on social media lately. And that is if I were a young woman who wasn't sure about faith at this point in my life, why would I ever be on a podcast like this? Why would I ever want to co-host a podcast and share my story? And I think about this question sometimes because after four years of podcasting and nearly three years of recording episodes with young women from various backgrounds and with different questions or objections to Christianity, I often wonder What's in it for them? And it may seem like I'm going off topic, but you know, I, I mentioned earlier, I believe that this is like a love letter for them. Um, I remember years ago, right? Uh, watching um, Julie Andrews singing brown paper packages tied up in string, right? These are a few of my favorite things. Well, when I think of what co-hosting the Finding Something Real podcast is like, I have likened it before to a love letter or a package tied up with string for someone who co-hosts with me. I hope and pray that it's a gift, even if she doesn't recognize it right now. And I'll tell you, as a Christian, I believe Jesus is the ultimate real gift. So I have my reasons for wanting to share him with others. I can't imagine not sharing his realness and what I have found he alone offers restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love. To not share him for someone like me, that would be absolutely unfair and unkind and unloving. But for my co-host, especially a young woman who's not sure or indifferent or even annoyed or frustrated or hurt by Christianity, well, why would that person ever want to co-host a Christian podcast with me? Why would she think this opportunity was a gift to her? And over the years, I've tried to put myself in her shoes and come up with a few ideas. And right now, as I prepare to start recording conversations for season seven, 
And I'm once again looking for co-hosts. I'm thinking of what's in it for her, what's in it for you if you're listening. And I don't know what your reasons are for sure, but here's what I've come up with, okay? Here are the top five reasons why you or your loved one might want to co-host with me during season seven. Here we go. Number one, you know the world is a mess and you recognize that division is part of the problem. It's no secret that the more so-called connections we make through technology, the more algorithms show us what we want. And what most of us want is to be surrounded by people who provide some comfortable ideological validation. And it's easy to think that people who think differently than us are a little crazy or a little toxic. Think of family gatherings during the holidays when we sit around the table with folks we haven't seen for a while and recognize that not everyone has become as enlightened as we are. Whatever the issue, it's part of our current culture to label the other side problematic and begin stereotyping one another. But what if instead we talked with each other? What if we listened to one another? So I host a Christian podcast where I try to have the first episode of every month be a conversation with a young woman and myself. And this I got from doing it wrong, by the way. She gets to tell her story, whatever her background, and I try just to listen. She shares her questions or objections about Christianity. And in doing so, in sharing her story and questions, she's bridging a gap for some people who maybe don't know how to talk with their loved ones. And that's in a small way, I believe, helping to make the world a better place. So to recap, the number one reason why you or your loved one might want to co-host the Finding Something Real podcast in season seven, you know the world is a mess and you recognize that division is part of the problem. These are in no particular order, by the way. Number two, you say to yourself, why not? As I mentioned at the top of this episode, C.S. Lewis, the guy who wrote The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, said that if Christianity is false, it's of no importance. And if true, of infinite importance. The only thing it cannot be is moderately important. C.S. Lewis was an intellectual atheist until he started actually exploring the claims of Christianity. And like I mentioned earlier, Maybe you are not ready to explore the claims of Christianity right now, but hey, you do have time to pop in for a couple of Zoom calls. The commitment bar is pretty low here. It's one call to get to know each other and see if it's a good fit, and one call to record that first episode. And so maybe you think, what's the harm? Maybe at some point in your life, you will be in a place where you're genuinely searching and come back to the follow-up episodes and listen. In fact, I've had young women tell me that. I'm not interested right now, but maybe someday kind of thing. And if you're not interested, you may think that you've wasted an hour or so of your life, which if you're anything like me, could have just as easily been wasted scrolling through other people's reels or watching a mediocre Netflix series. Although I've heard there's some good stuff on Netflix right now, but I digress. Number two, why not? Number three, the third reason why you or your loved one might want to co-host the Finding Something Real podcast with me is you enjoy the idea of advocating for other people. In fact, when I asked Nora, one of the reasons why she wanted to come on here was because she knew that her story could make a difference for somebody else. And this upcoming season on Finding Something Real, I'm hoping to have conversations with young women who identify with some of the following Ask yourself, is this you or somebody you know? Someone who doesn't believe in God at all. Someone who is genuinely seeking but still skeptical. 
someone who wonders how science and faith can coexist, someone who grew up in church but has questions, someone who likes to experiment with tarot cards and crystals, someone who thinks most Christians are probably haters, someone who thinks that God probably hates them, someone who thinks Jesus is one of many ways to heaven, someone who's been hurt by church people, someone who's having a lot of fun right now and Christianity doesn't feel super relevant, someone who is questioning their identity, someone who is looking for restoration, someone who wonders how trusting Jesus impacts mental health or self-harm, someone who has questions about their other religions or faith expressions, someone who struggles with wondering why God would care about her love life, someone who doesn't know where she belongs. Ask yourself, do any of those things resonate? Or somebody who just listened to all of those, hoping that maybe she would hear something that sounded like her. I used to have a job where I advocated on behalf of other women in crisis. My job was to be their voice in the middle of a cumbersome system, to stand before a crowded room of people and speak on her behalf. I did not consider myself a public speaker at the time, but I felt emboldened knowing that I was speaking on someone else's behalf. Maybe you would never tell your story on a podcast, but you could if you knew that by telling your story, you were representing many others who just needed or wanted to be heard. So number three, you like the idea of advocating for other people. Number four, you actually have some faith questions and you recognize that this is a unique opportunity. You may not be at a point in your life right now where you want to explore your faith questions. I've mentioned that a couple of times, and you don't have to be willing to do that right now. But most of us do have questions about God, as I mentioned at the top of this episode. I know that I do. And one of the beauties of finding something real is the opportunity to have your honest questions answered and addressed by someone who has wrestled with the same questions that you are asking. The way the Finding Something Real podcast works is a young woman sits down and has a conversation with me. She shares her story, her experience with faith, and she shares her objections or questions about Christianity or faith in general. We record that interview over Zoom or a similar online platform, and her story then curates the entire month's content. So number four you actually have some faith questions and you recognize that this is a unique opportunity. And number five, you can show up as you are. You recognize that this isn't about performance. It truly is about finding something real. Although you don't have to use your last name, you can even use a middle name if you want. You don't have to have your video shown if you prefer people don't know it's you. I get it. I probably would have never wanted people to know all my stuff but I would have loved an opportunity to represent others and also get some insight into the way other people tackle big life questions about God. All you need to do is show up and be honest about your story and questions. So number five, you can show up as you are. So to recap, why would you ever want to co-host the Finding Something Real podcast? One, you know the world is a mess and you recognize that division is part of the problem. Two, you say to yourself, why not? Three, You like the idea of advocating for other people, or you know someone who would. Four, you have some faith questions, and you recognize this is a unique opportunity to have some of those questions addressed, or you know somebody who has some of those questions. And five, you can show up as you are. And bonus, if you do co-host with me, 
My prayer is that this experience would be like a gift to you. Now, one final note for the one listening who doesn't think that this applies to them. I could almost guarantee you, you do know somebody. People sometimes ask me, Janelle, how do you get people to come and talk with you? And frankly, (laughs) usually it's through word of mouth. It's through conversations. Sometimes I'll be spiritual and say it was Jesus, which is always the right Sunday school answer, by the way. But sometimes I'll say they come because they know me or someone that they loved sent them to me. And here's the deal. I've met and talked with several young women because of this, this sharing situation. We would have never had episodes with co-hosts like Mariah, who brought up questions about LGBTQ issues and later Latter-day Saints questions, or Latasha, who asked some great questions about the pagan origins of holidays, among other things, or Rachel, who had us talking about Richard Rohr and progressive Christianity this season. None of those conversations would have happened if someone like you hadn't shared it with somebody that they love. So my question for you, as we wrap up here, the shorter episode, I promise there's a lot of bonus content coming in December. So this will be the shortest episode this year, I'm sure. But do you know someone? Will you please share this episode with them? You can go to Instagram, search for hashtag finding something real. I'm posting more about this opportunity over there. Hebrews 13.8 says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the real something. Still, in the restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love business. I'm really excited about what's coming up in Season 7, the plans that we have, the things that God is doing, the guests that we're excited to invite. We're eager to start interviewing young women and sharing their stories If you know somebody who would be great on this podcast, please share. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Finding Something Real podcast, friend. This season, we are inviting young women to join me as they share their personal stories and ask honest questions or share objections to the Christian faith. We hope to feature a different story each month and then invite Christian guests on to share from their own journeys and experiences and maybe answer some of those questions in follow-up episodes. Friend, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ is still in the restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love business. I know not everyone has experienced that, but if you're curious at all, at whether there's something real to be found in Jesus. I invite you to come back next week as we continue on a journey towards finding something real in relationship with Him. Until next time.